they going to get to the fireworks factory? <laughs> When you take the pebble from my hand, it will be time for you to leave. Ninja, the tea party's over. <laughs> Welcome to a special episode of the Asian Clapcast. Oh, sorry. The Asian, <laughs> Asian Action Cast. The Asian Action Cast. Uh, I am your host, Sam. Hello. Who has clapped? Tonight we have some very lovely special guests. Uh, we'll go around the table. Hi, I'm Scott. Hi, I'm Rachel. I'm Mike. And I'm not special. My name's Nathan. Yeah. We got some old, we got some new, we got some borrow, we got some blue. Spring! Spring. (laughs) (laughs) That just rolls off the tongue. Tonight we have a special movie called Blue Spring. It is Asian. (laughs) (laughs) Is it? Is it really? It it is Asian. Japan is a part of Asia. Made in 2002? uh, Made in 2002. One, 2001. All right. Or released um, 2002. Released 2002. Know, depending which part of the world you're from. Um, it's uh, what Rachel tell us about Blue Spring. Uh, well, no, actually, Scott, whose choice was this? Uh, this is my choice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think I told this up. Lame Scott. Told this up there, but uh, Rachel recommended this to me a while ago and said it's about high school kids beating the crap out of each other. I was like, it's a good movie. Yeah. Well, so, uh, if you said that to me, I'd be like... Okay. I, don't, I don't know much about the director or the actors. I know... Who was the director? Toyota... I can't remember. You that. made that please. up. Sorry? Phone, please. Phone, please. Let's Google that. Um, one uh, of the actors has been in... Um, he was in The Raid, Battle, Battle, Battle Royale and The Raid 2. Um, the main actor, Cujo. Yes. Uh, was he ca- in Battle Royale? I don't, I don't know so. if he was Battle Royale, but he was in The Raid 2. He so, is the a- apathetic delinquent hero of our film, who's not very heroic... Or delinquent. Yeah, so I, He's pretty delinquent. I, I picked this no, one. No, really. I picked this one on a, on a sort of like, I haven't seen it, so let's just watch it. And uh, yeah, it's, it's different. It's interesting. So. I think it's very, very interesting. And uh, it's, so you had a list of films that you had prepared. So yeah. Um, we're going to do it at Scott's place this time. Yeah. So we're in my, my home studio here in the luxurious uh, 6051. And um, <laughs> I have got like about four uh, DVDs I picked up in Thailand about 10 years ago. And I was just looking through them. I was like, oh. And then um, I remembered that Rachel recommended Blue Spring. And I was like, well, we'll save uh, some of those other ones for later on if you guys will have me back. And um, we'll do Blue Spring. So one of the questions that I wanted to ask before is, out of all of us that watch the film, none of us have seen it except you, Rachel. Yeah. And my question is, when did you first see the film? Uh, probably around then, maybe 2003. So we're talking, you saw this in your like, very early 20s. Yes, because I got the Hong Kong DVD, which is the only version that had subs at the time. So, okay. so was it something you sought out or just acquired? Mm, I, I have I a feeling a that review. you like the guy in the show. Yeah, but probably only after I saw it. Okay. Yeah. Which guy? Matsuda Ruhei. He's, he's the main he's, guy? Yeah. He's, he's Kujo? Yeah. He's quite a big actor in Japan now, I suppose, but in Indies or something. But yeah. Okay. He's a very pretty man. Yes. 
So when you when you saw it, so it was something that was on your radar. You'd you'd read some reviews about it. Yeah. Um, what was your impression going into it? Like, what did you think it was going to be, or was it what you thought it was going to be? I thought it was pretty brutal. Yeah. It's, it's subtle, but it's brutal. Yeah, yeah. It's dark. It's a the action sequences and the the tone is very serious, and it's trying to tell us. You know, it's you know, it's kind of like those movies, like a like a romper stomper or a American History X, where there's violence, but it's not really about the violence. Well, see, we're going to go through the plot. So, what I'd really like to do is going around the table. If you just tell me what you thought was going to happen in the film before we watched it, yeah, before you watched well, it. Well, the way you guys described it, I thought it was going to be some comedy high bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I uh, for me, I saw a a clip of. Um, a DVD we were going to watch eventually called Once Upon a Time in High School. I thought it was going to be similar to that. Have you seen that? I haven't. I've seen a clip okay. of that on YouTube. Uh, it was Ironically, it was uh, Guile's music goes with everything. And it was like a fight scene from that movie. <laughs> Set, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Um, yeah, I, I wasn't sure what to expect. Uh, I honestly thought it was a Hong Kong film for the longest time. And then uh, I looked uh, some info and said, oh, it's from Japan. So Okay. And a lot of the music is uh, done by the same artist throughout the film. So I wasn't really sure what to expect, to be honest. Mike, did you... Yeah, no, I, I was thinking, yeah, just on the the way it was described, yeah, a bunch of high school kids beating the shit out of each other, so I was expecting that. I've seen another Korean movie called Volcano High. Volcano um, That's uh, basically a bunch of kids, but they have superpowers beating the shit out of each other. Oh, so, shit. Yeah. Add that to the list. <laughs> I, uh, it, it is not, I think it's not a good badly. movie. Yeah. It's pretty bad. <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter. I, I, um, I mentioned Crow Zero, which is my kind of exposure to high school battle royale type films and that was i had in my mind after reading the synopsis i was like yeah this is probably one of those you bring up something interesting uh, a while ago you text me before we watched this you're like you said something to the effect of is that a genre like high school fight yeah films? high school is, fight. is that like a, a quote-unquote genre i of think film? high school delinquency is sure yeah but like the amount of animes and mangas where it is a high school it's a hierarchy and they dramatize it to the point where you get further in the school by beating up rival kids, right? Mm. Like, like what's, that, what's that Street Fighter game? High School Battle or whatever it is uh, that Sakura came from? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm drawing a blank right now. I know what you mean. Though. You mean rival schools? Rival schools, right? I don't think Sakura is actually from that. Okay. Well, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> My point's still made. Can I interrupt and yes. say that Crow's Explode is directed by the same director, Todor Toshiaki? Toshiaki? Yes. So it's the sequel to 2009's Crow Zero 2. I guess they're not sequential anyway. So okay. I think that film, Crow's Exploded. So the same Crow's Exploded is shit. So the director just directed that. Yes. So he's really stuck in his fucking teenage high school years. He just can't move beyond them. No, <laughs> he's real quite stuck a few in that. since then, but I don't think they're terribly great movies either. What did you think? Oh, I think going in. Yeah, one of well, them no, I, I said, I thought of, I, from everybody's description, I thought it was going to be like a serious Cromarty High. Like, so Comedy High is a bit wacky, right? Well, Comedy High is a parody of an of an a yet earlier anime manga that was all about like delinquents in high school. Mm. Delinquents. Well, we've all been to high school, haven't we? Who wants to be the biggest bancho? <laughs> bancho, for those at home who don't know, means a badass yes. in Japan. Apparently, Japanese. Um, all right. Well, hey, let's let's actually start. go through the plot. You want to start? start the movie? Yeah, yeah. Um, so my earliest memory of the film, and please correct me if I'm wrong, is uh, we're introduced to our two. Nope. The first thing we what? see in the what film is someone running away from the school. 
yeah, into a taxi a, cab. Like a teacher or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, don't know. I completely Engaged forgot about that. By the students. Yeah, that's, that's an ongoing... The thing is, this is like a proper film, so there's themes. The theme is the people <laughs> keep leaving the school. That's so symbolic. Yes, it is. People can't take it. You know what? Actually, I completely Most forgot about that. Most of them come that. back, though. They're, they're still coming back. Teacher comes back. There's yeah. lots of little... Kind of stories, Only isn't one there? Yeah, peppered Only, throughout. Oh, you have to die, or you have to. Yeah, the other guy go to jail to leave. And the teacher and the did that join the yakuza. So yeah, yakuza guy that's, left. That's, so the not guy, all great options. The guy that's probably the best away. one. <laughs> so somebody explain to me what that opening scene is. Why is the guy running away? And I, why I are assume, they chasing? Because that school him? sucks. I assume that's like a, a setting well, the, the tone. Opposite of school, right? It's, it's setting the tone. It's like, oh fuck, this place must be this, bad if his teacher's running out. Yeah. So yeah. the teacher is running out, and the yeah. students are chasing students. him. I was saying, come back here, you you coward or yeah. whatever. And uh, and our heroes are upset. And, and I was gathering that laughing. the guy that was chasing him was like the the current banjo. Yeah. Going a step back, I'm just going to go one step back. Actually, does it open with him running away? Does it open with them trying to undo that lock? That's what I was saying. And then you interrupted me because you thought you knew <laughs> Sorry. better. Sorry. Well, I thought you were you talking about them being on the, the roof. They weren't on the, the roof at that point. Yeah. I'm talking about the earliest scene I can remember. But if you let me finish my thought... <laughs> All right, I will. I'll, I'll turn, <laughs> check I'm for stepping accuracy. off. Can I just get an update on what you think of the chocolate tea? The chocolate tea? Uh, I'm having chocolate tea for those at home. Uh, Scott prepared it for me. And uh, <laughs> so far, it uh, it tastes like tea. <laughs> so Good to go. Yeah. So uh, I, I can't remember. Like, promise. Can I add? If everyone's confused, that's because we were confused watching the movie. The movie is confusing. Oh, it's, it's, not not confusing. it's not confusing. It's easy to <laughs> follow. This is not a lot going on. It. <laughs> Although we were talking a lot in the first half an hour of the movie, so I probably missed a the few ADD of the plot is strong points. in this crew. We <laughs> were very prepared. We were preparing for the film because you know, with our movies, we, you, you don't know what you're going to get, and you know, these kids trying to open a lock. And immediately, I'm reminded of like the Chokey in Matilda. I don't know if anyone's read the book, but um, kids being locked in like a, a cupboard with like spikes and shit. And I thought, man, this this school is so hard. That's dark as shit. Yeah, these kids are locked in a wardrobe and they're trying to break out. Locked in a wardrobe. But Uh, I can see why you'd say that because that that shot is very sort of claustrophobic. Yeah, I actually got the other thing because they were heating it up to very at the very beginning. That's right. And I was like, they're going to try and make someone's hand on the other side go owie. Yeah, like (laughs) Home Alone. So I I was just thinking that lead character has too much makeup on. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. I think he just looks like that. Cujo is the main it was the character. the pink lips that was doing it for me. <laughs> and he's the one that looks incredibly pretty. And he's not a dog. And Cujo, Cujo is... Yeah, that's uh, right. He's a Matsuda. <laughs> yeah. He's okay. not a dog. Um, that would and make it a really weird It's movie. him and his friend Aoki. And they're, they're the two main protagonists. And there's definitely point. some homoeroticism going on there. Yeah, they look at each other Unrequited. Exchange I definitely think glances. Aoki wants to bang him. Mm. God, he did do the, the dopey, dopey eyes at him, didn't oh, he? Oh, no, they, they kind of... Through the film, they kind of... Towards the end, they kind of show that like they were close friends from like the early days. They kind I of flash back a little bit. We're yeah, but he most... definitely likes him more than he likes the other. Like it's well, not I suppose re- that's why he's so offended. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're looking at it from Spoiler. the the lens of like insecure heterosexual. So I'm I'm happy to let it just <laughs> continue as is and <laughs> just be a teenage relationship. Like, yeah. All right. Um, so they, they, they go out and it's a gang. There's what, like seven, six or seven? Yeah, of them there's a few. Yeah. There's, enough, there's enough that when they take the photo, there's a couple in the front. Yeah, what, what is up with that? So there's a photographer, another kid who has a camera, and they're all posing as like for a badass photo, essentially. For posterity, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
Maybe. I think it was making the point that they're all together as a group now, and by the end of the movie, none of them are together anymore. So you, know, you take photos in your high school, like, you know, you and your friends, it's just like... Yeah, when we're out, not when we're acting badass on the roof. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Just, yeah, no time for cameras. They call them selfies now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also going to say something, and I'm like... They made it sound like that was the rule, like the whoever wins the clapping competitions, the gang well, leader. You jump, whoa, whoa, whoa. you jump a little bit ahead. Yeah, right. just just back up, just back up. Go through the all pot, right? right? People don't know what clapping means. <laughs> I certainly didn't know what. I, well, I know you have like clap. You talk about something. <laughs> yeah. When I the read, clap. when I read, when I read the clapping initial the synopsis of the film, it mentions that the. Uh, the students go through clap battles. And I thought, oh, that must be a special euphemism for a special fight that they go through. <laughs> and they, like, you know, they fight each other by clapping, you know, and fireballs come out or something. Uh, anyway. They kind of walk past this graffiti to the very top level and says, if you're happy, you know, clap your hands. And it's like, yeah. what? what? Yeah, it's, it's very surreal. And then they show you. Do they show you then at the opening scene what that actually means? Do they do the clap? Well, that's battle? when that's he becomes when get... a leader very soon after. Yeah. Like, yes. It's in that 10-minute block. Yeah, so... They do a clap battle, which is basically... I'll, I'll describe it visually for those at home. It's two... It's, <laughs> audio, audio? It's all, 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 the, wind blows, <laughs> the wind blows high. I'm right. There's also a shot of a plane. Yeah, T- I, I'm typical a, Japanese high school block with yeah, the rooftop. It's, it's, it's early springtime. The Sakura have not yet bloomed. <laughs> <laughs> Don't stop. Take it away. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> I was setting it up for you. So it's a beautiful okay. picture the sky's you're painting. It might be a cloud or two. Um, and it's two kids <laughs> hanging off a railing off the top of uh, the school block. There were three block. in there the three. first shot. Was there three? Yes. Well, shit, everybody stop interrupting me. <laughs> All right? And they're hanging off the railing of the top of a school block building, which is very dilapidated. And the game, or the, the game, I shouldn't call it a game because it's very The battle. Game. The battle. The clap battle involves these uh, kids kind of taking their hands off the railing and as they're falling backwards, clapping and then catching the railing again. And the idea of the game is to count upwards from one, and whoever goes the furthest without dying or giving up is the new boss of the school. That's their rule. It's essentially they're playing like uh, Mercy or Knuckles. It's, it's, or yeah. chicken. it's chicken. chicken. It's chicken, yeah. It's a yeah, variation on chicken. And they don't actually show Cujo winning, but he does, and he sets a new record. And you know that Cujo is someone not to fuck with because he just doesn't care about anything. And they just kind of spray paint on the wall. They, they literally tag the school with... Yeah. Yeah. Cujo got eight claps. He's the boss. Yeah, he's the boss. And he is the most apathetic, what do you call him? A, a nihilist? He's a nihilist. Stoic. He's, yeah. I think Stoic. he's supposed to be a nihilist, but him running up the stairs to save his friend. Whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Just yeah. slow down, slow down. <laughs> At this point... I was wrong. He wasn't a nihilist. I take, I've taken a bat. I think it's just it doesn't show emotion in his face. That's all. At all. He doesn't get involved he in anything. He cares too much. Can I ask... I just want to... This is where I wanted to ask my question from earlier, Right. So they make up this rule that whoever wins the clapping cup, they make it sound like that's how the, it's always been at the school. Like the king boss is the guy who claps the most. Yeah. But they only just unlock the door, right? And let, like, they, it sounds like it's a rule that they just made up and it's fucking baby rule. Fuck well, that shit. You know, no, maybe because they're just new. I'm assuming that Cujo and his gang are new to being seniors and so they're not allowed up there because that's somebody else's turf. I just they, thought, like, the janitor locked the door or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, that could also be <laughs> the fact. But where's the, where's this school is like... No, nah, I want to go with the symbolism. Unlocking the door to uh-huh. their, you know, adult life. You <laughs> know, <laughs> let's just go pretty totally deep. existential. Nice. Too symbolic. 
Um, so that you know, and then the I guess what happens next is these kids go through. It shows a shot of these kids basically traveling through school, and they're getting uh, other kids kind of coming up, and there's a little bit of, oh, this this is the new boss. Like, mm. don't stare at him too much, and. And there's a couple of juniors who don't get the message and they're kind of like being a bit snotty. And Cujo doesn't really give a shit. Like he's just very uninvolved, not engaged at all. He's really. king of the hill. He's like, he's king of the hill. Got no yeah, but he's a really apathetic king of the hill. He doesn't have to do anything until anyone challenges him. And that's when he, you know, rips his nose off or something. Yes, that happened yeah. too. Yeah. Like, okay. So, the, oh, action. This is an action movie. So the the first bit of like super action that happens is uh, another kid comes up to him. It's and like I'm gonna fucking follow your rules, bitch. Yeah, he does the Japanese. Hey, hey. Probably the best one of the whole. Row, row. Probably the best one. <laughs> and he goes up. And there's really no reason for him to do that. He just heads up and he's just standing in front of Cujo, like within arm's reach, and he's just like basically giving him shoes. Like, who do you think you are? And uh, Cujo's just staring at him and. It's kind of like it's tense because we don't know what to expect, whether there's going to be a big, you know, like battle or something. And so they're both staring each other off and Cujo reaches up and, and grabs him by the nose. Um, and it was weird that he didn't move. The guy just stood there with the, uh, Cujo's hand on his nose and just said, let go. Just let kinda, go. Just kind of took it. Just kind of took it. And I thought, oh, I'd probably try to take his hand off at this point. That's that's what I would do. But hey, I don't know. Yeah, but it's not an action movie. I think your nose is pretty painful. If someone goes and knocks you in the nose, you're probably not really thinking about much else other than it's fucking painful. Do you think it was a weird respect thing? It's like, I'm not going to follow your rules, but when he's... When it's time to put up or sharp, he's kind of like, oh, probably shouldn't. No, because he was pretty disrespectful when he said, get your fucking hand off no, my he nose. No, probably, he probably should have fought him at that point. Yeah, maybe that's maybe throwing a singular start. punch. Yeah. And then uh, and Cujo does basically like a nose twist. And, and then uh, he's... That? Breaks the dude's nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's pretty brutal. Yeah, and then he's got a bit of snot on his finger and he uses it as a warning for the guy's lackey. And, uh, <laughs> and I like the bit when one of Cujo's uh, henchmen kind of goes, that's his special move. <laughs> it's the nose twist. Cujo's known for it. Um, and then he kind of walks off. Really uncaringly, again, he's not engaged at all, which he's is how you know. He's on his hand, though. That's he, wiped it on the, he wiped it on the wall. Yeah. yeah. Can I just say that uh, the first, say, eight to ten minutes of this movie is pretty much uh, a music video for the Michelle Gun Elephant. That, oh. that song kind of plays oh, yeah, all the way through. Where they're just walking across the roof. Yeah. The music starts when they start walking off the roof, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure the song ends when they get off the roof. So is that like four minutes? Of walking, slow motion? Uh, it, it probably wasn't that long. But it was probably two and a half. Yeah. Two and a half minutes of walking in slow motion. It was, it was interesting. It was like, this is kind of like an extended music video. It's, okay, so we've said before, like when we're watching Japanese action films, uh, I've said when there's a fight, they do that great like setup. They establish the chessboard and then things move. And it's like a beautiful, not a choreography, but like a succession of events. And it's like nice. And I found a lot of establishing shots in the film where they're like, this is the space where people are moving. They're moving from here to there. There's going to be some Japan- Japanese like rock music that's playing overhead. And I don't know, like if I was in high school, I'd probably look at that and go, fuck yeah, that's exactly what my life is like. But as an Nasty. adult now, <laughs> it's, it's like, well, it's taken a long time for them to walk off the roof. It's kind of a, deli- a slow, deliberate pace in some of those scenes. Very, very, yeah. Very, very deliberate. That's a good word for the film, actually. It's a very deliberate film. Symbolic. <laughs> Symbology. Um, <laughs> and I, I can't remember what happens in between, but they set up the classroom scene next, right? Like, they show um, 
Kujo's not arrived in the classroom, but Aoki is there, and he's just eating away in this classroom. Um, and no one, all, no one's caring what the teacher's saying. No, no, the teacher's there, and you know they're carrying on this pretense of learning, and Aoki doesn't really trying care. to teach him maths. Yeah, and uh, you, you were saying like it, this was like a high school film. Kujo would be sitting like third row from the back, up yeah. against the window, but he sits at the back. He sits right at the back. He, he doesn't just sit at the back. He comes in late and tells the guy at the back, like one of the just students sitting there, he just taps him on the shoulder and he knows immediately to move out of the back seat and go to the front. Yep. Yeah. And then he just sits there and I don't think he actually does anything. He just kind of sits no, there. No, didn't he start drawing on the table? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's what yeah. he was drawing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he gets out that, of texter. Symbolism again. Symbology. Yeah, symbology. <laughs> this movie is full of symbology. <laughs> I thought you passed English Lit 101. <laughs> I was a symbologist, though. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so he's drawing on the table, and uh, Aoki, he doesn't really care. I mean, he's eating a bowl of rice, and he's kind of wandering around the classroom like he doesn't give a shit. The teacher's not really doing anything about it. He walks up and down. He goes and talks to his friend, Kujo, and they're just chatting away, and they're like, oh, you're the leader of the school now, and... I think it, the scene establishes that these guys are friends, they have a disregard for authority, but because they're, you know, king of the school, nobody really does anything about it. There's also the sick guy. There's a, yeah, I, I don't uh, understand. He's just a bit part, like... But he's in of. the whole fucking movie. Mm. Like, they keep crossing back to what he's doing. It's symbology, man. The guy <laughs> is like, he's got his head on the... T- There's a sick guy that they call the ghost, and he's just passed out on the table, like... You know, and they make reference to him several times. They're like, oh, he's just sick. Just leave him alone. Just leave yeah. him alone. Yeah. He might not have long to live. We don't know why, um, but that, that's kind of his story. And after they, uh, well, they don't actually finish the school. They decide to leave because Cujo, he's just cold. walked in. He says, it's too cold. Let's he's go warm up. A, yeah. Cujo's just walked in, sat down, done nothing but draw some pictures on the desk and said, let's go. It's, it's cold. And so they both go out. He does look very cold, though. He looks very cold. Spring. Well, I mean, he's very pale. That's just his look, I guess. It's all that makeup, I told you. So, does any action happen after this? Help me out, guys. Yeah, they play, <laughs> they play uh, soccer out the front of the school. Oh, is that where that goes? They're, they're out kicking the soccer ball at the yes, front? Yes, yeah. That's what they said when they said warm and, up. They um, went outside to kick the soccer ball. During, while they're playing soccer, I believe, his name Akio? Is that the Aoki? Aoki, sorry. Um, He's kind of like... Uh, how to say he's stroking Kujo's ego telling him how good he is kind of like yeah, heaping praise on him yeah because he's now the new boss right and Aoki is um, yeah at least like blowing smoke up his ass cause... I don't know if like I don't know if Kujo I don't know if Aoki's doing it because Kujo hang on Sam can you just stop for a sec I'm just going to pause this and yeah. fix your microphone alright we're back so I don't know if Kujo is um, you know like just not engaged enough for Aoki and Aoki feels like he needs to get, you know, a bit of reaction out of Kujo. Um, but you're right, like he's, he's talking it up and maybe he's just reveling in the fact that he is Kujo's best friend, yeah. right? And now by proxy, he is also like a king dick of the school as well mm-hmm. because they haven't really painted him as being the second in command or, you know, the lieutenant or the, co- the, you know, the commander or anything. He's just kind of Kujo's lackey at this point. And does it go to a haircut at this point? No. That's way, way near the a, end. Oh, really? What? Of... The haircut? No, no, no. Him cutting... Oh, a... no, no. That, that's after he gets the border thrown on him. Oh. Yeah, so there's, there's the mild action sequence with the turd before that. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, so Aoki was eating a lot in the classroom and he needed to take a shit. And Because uh, I went up to the music room or something, didn't I? He went to a music room and there's a couple of people playing the guitar. Uh, one of them is another guy called um, Yukio. And, uh, you know, there's another a couple of other characters. He comes in and uh, Aoki comes in and says, I need to take a shit. Somebody hand me some toilet paper. Um, so they do. And then he goes... <laughs> At this point, Rachel started laughing. I was like, I wonder why she is laughing. Why? You must have known what was you coming. You must have up. known what was coming. Well, it's just funny that someone wants to take a shit. I it's, thought in the, the, no, the scene that's about to come up. Yeah. It's very no, American I've forgotten pie. what happened next. Well, he, he took the, the bog roll, went to the toilet, and he takes a shit. Like, you know, which I guess I was expecting something a bit more fantastic. But, you know, I guess if you're asking for a toilet paper, you go to the, go to the bog roll. So toilet's, you guys, toilet's not a glamorous place anyway. <laughs> no, toilet's pretty fucking gross. He's taking this stinky shit. And How do you know it's stinky? Because the other kids come in and they're like, oh, oh right. it's you, stinky. You are, you are correct. They do go, ooh. Yeah, all three of them. The junior. Junior high kids. They come in and they make a big deal of how stinky it is. They don't know who's behind there, by the way. So the doors are closed. He's just taking a dump. And, and these kids are the ones with the highlights and, and shit. Oh, yeah. They, they call him half-breed. So they like... He's that, half Japanese. He's, he's half. being rude anyway. Oh, okay. He's like a mudblood. Some hafu. Huh? Half from just being... So, the, yeah, I, I don't know. I thought maybe it was the blonde tips, you know, like you're half breed. No, you, you no. look like he's, he's mixed, like mixed Japanese or something, so they're just slagging off at him. Oh, okay. How rude. Yeah, it's, it's very rude. Um, so these mudbloods, I guess, um, they're getting a bit kind of, oh, let's go do something funny to this guy that's in the toilet taking this big stinky shit. And they fill a bucket full of water and they throw it over the top and then they run off laughing. And, uh, you know, it's Aoki... And he, he's not very happy with it. And he goes up there and... It, actually, it's Kujo and Yukio that are in the music room and another chick. And when he goes up there and he's all covered in water, they have a little bit of a laugh. And it's like... <laughs> and then there's a scene where there's like a, uh, like a, a cabinet full of baseball bats. Shit's going to get real. Oh, I, I tell you what, shit, like my, my asshole's puckering. I was like, oh, this is it. What? <laughs> I was ready. We're ready for some action. And so all of, you know, like five or six of these guys, they go and they grab a baseball bat each. And, I, yeah, the tension was really palpable. You're like, oh, something's going to happen. Someone's going to get fucked up. And uh, they, they do. They, they chase these kids around, don't they? They chase them around the school. Um, they chase remember. them to a toilet. Yeah. And then one gets his head hit, but you don't see it. Oh, yeah, it's And then another gets his balls crushed, but you don't see it. Yeah. You do see something a bit more graphic than that, though. No, well, Aoki is like, uh, I mentioned before, if this was Akira, he'd be Tetsuya. So he's unfortunate in that he's trying to, you know, he's trying to be cool and be a badass like, uh, like Kujo, but he's not really because in, in trying to beat someone up, he kind of falls down. No, <laughs> he tries to hit someone with a baseball bat and the guy gets another kid who's at the urinal to defend himself and the kid turns around and starts peeing in the air and he wets uh, Aoki with all of his piss. And so Aoki's not very happy with this. And then he tries to fight on, but then he slips and he falls into the cubicle and he ends up picking up a piece of shit. That's like, why I thought you were laughing. I thought you were anticipating <laughs> no, that. No, And then he crushes like the shit. He like squeezes it. Like, Through his fingers. Oh, disgusting. damn you. Yeah. Like, like the actor was really enjoying squeezing that shit. <laughs> squeezing the shit while yelling, Khan! And he like, it melts all through his hands and shit. Yeah, I was like, wouldn't you just be throwing it off your hand if it got yeah. on there? You're going, Ooh, yuck! But yeah. no, no, he's oh, crush that. Oh, wouldn't you crush go it. up to the guy that's like sitting in the corner with his crushed balls and just go? 
In your face. In your face. So it was at this point because I wasn't sure what the tone of the film was going to be. And I was leaning kind of American pie. Yeah. <laughs> or, uh, you know, like I wasn't sure because it hadn't established itself. I mean, that a, dude totally peed on that other dude. It was kind of funny. It was kind of funny and very like kind of angsty. So I was like, American <laughs> pie, maybe with a little bit of... I don't know. Sorry, there's no semen yet. American pie crossed <laughs> with some sad fucking Emo. teenage bullshit. Yeah, you know. American pie crossed with American beauty. Yeah, American beauty. <laughs> yeah. And there was the, a little bit of violence. So I was like, so I didn't know what to expect, really. Um, and then after they beat the shit out of all these kids, pretty brutally, like with baseball bats, and get one of the kids gets his balls crushed. Um, well, was, we assume so, because we never actually see that. No, no. Yeah, you mentioned Nathan. Like a lot of the violence that happens is off film, screen. It happens off screen, out of frame, and it's done usually with sound effects and highly alluded to. Yeah, yeah, yeah very much so. Like they set it up so you know what's going to happen, um, but then you don't actually see it. So I'm just going to go back a step. So this movie is about a group of dudes. We talked about them before. There's like seven of them, right? Yes. Six or seven of them. So you got Gujo, his bro. Everything. You got yeah, you've got. The, what's his name? It starts with a Y who's running all their errands. Yo, uh, Yoshimaru. Yoshimaru. He's you've like the gopher. The, you've Yoshimura. got the baseball guy. Yep. Yes. Who's the only Kimura. one with any fucking skills, so he gets the fuck out. Kimura. Yeah, yep. Kimura. You've got... Um, that guy's just credited as freshman in baseball club. I don't think he has a full name. And, uh, and you've also got the guy... Was the guy who with the glasses, he was part of the crew too, right? Y- yeah, 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 and, and no, the dude so, with the gold chain. O- Obi, I think that guy's name. So Obi's part of K- uh, Kujo's clan, and he's trying to recruit Yukio. Because Yukio is like, kind of like a quiet Oh, the, he's got the long hair, yeah. yeah. Who, Yukio? I don't know. He's the, he's the crazy guy. Yeah, but he, he had the freaking, um, you know, the, the he was in the photograph at the beginning as well. Yukio? Mm. Was yeah. he? Okay. So they, uh, they were there, but I don't think they were all like... They're not you know, buddies yet? Not buddies. They're not a they, were, they were part of the ones that were like going against Cujo on the clap oh, contest and stuff okay. too. So okay. I think they were just like the delinquents oh, like of the rival school. school like, rival yeah, gang, yeah. not school because they're in the same school, but rival gang like of that school? Not, not sort of a gang. I just think they're like they're the delinquents of the class. So they're, they're kind of peers but not friends, if you yeah. know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I want to go straight to that scene because it's, it's fresh in my mind right now of Yukio and uh, one of Kujo's crew in the toilet cubicle. They're both having a smoke. And uh, Obi, I think the guy's This is where is. the shit gets real. I'll just have that. Ota? Ota? So Ota is talking to Yukio, who's uh, kind of like a quite crazy guy with glasses. And he's like talking away and Yukio starts to fade out and he just kind of daydreams a bit. And, uh, and Ota, is, he's got a cigarette and he starts you know, yelling pretty disrespectfully, kind of like, hey, lighter, cigarette, lighter. And uh, uh, what's his face? Yukio kind of looks at him in a quite crazy way and, and kind of says... Do you want to die? And Ota is like, what? what? The fuck? And uh, and that's we've skipped a shit ton of movie right now. <laughs> yeah, it's not important. It's not. <laughs> it's Let's not be important. honest. It's not important. Um. So, this is the fun part. Well, not. It's not really fun actually because it's quite dark. But um, Yukio pulls out an actual knife, like a what, like a like twelve a inch blade, massive yeah, knife. Yeah, but it looks like a knife he got from his mum's like fucking a kitchen yeah, knife, a giant, yeah. a giant fish filleting knife. Yeah, it looks yeah, like yeah, something like... got out of a wood block at his mum's house, like a sashimi knife. Yeah, it's, it looks dangerous, 
And well, fucking all... yeah, it's a big knife, Not, but knives looks... are dangerous. Yeah, yeah generally, <laughs> it looks it looks like a cooking knife. It so, doesn't look like a fucking Rambo knife or nothing, or a no, switchblade or, or fucking or something. something cool. It's still scary, and it, it's actually really like it's it's tense. Like in the in the cubicle, you look at it and you go, "Shit, this guy's got like a big big fucking knife." Um, and he's like, "You want to die?" And I, I thought at this point there were a few things I was thinking was going to happen. One, he was going to stab the guy, and we were going to go full-on action crazy, and there was just going to be crazy bloodshed like, and shit throughout the rest of the film. That was one of my options that I thought was going to happen. Two, he was just going to threaten with the knife, and it would be like in real high school, you'd be like, you want to die? Don't fucking cross me, and then put the knife away kind of thing. Or, I don't know what high school you went to, but fuck that. Well, yeah, no, you don't <laughs> pull the knife in my high school unless you want to get killed. <laughs> Unless you're really, really willing six, to use it. That's a 6168, son. Yep. Uh, or and there were a few other scenarios that played in the head, but, but those were the two kind of scenarios. And then what happens next is uh, Yukio stabs and kills Ota. But you don't see it. No, it's off screen, but it's shown from outside the cubicle. Yeah, door. he's stabbing through the door. You see the knife come out. It's actually kind of a neat... A neat sort of thing except it looks a little bit fake it looks a little bit like it's um not wood it looks a little bit like it's like fabric or something and it's coming through he's stabbing through the back of an ikea shelf yeah yeah it looks cool like it's 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 a cool scene Uh, although completely unrealistic in in the stab pattern itself oh yeah yeah (laughs) because he's stabbing all up (laughs) and down the door yeah yeah and he does like 20 stabs or something very very slowly it's real slow It's, it's very slow knife is pretty sharp and I thought, shit, this guy is going to be the real rival. Like, this is where the rivalry is going to go. Like, this school is not messing around. These guys are going to kill each other, and it's going to be real, like, murderous and bloodshedy and everything. And the guy with the fucking ice cream comes back. The guy with the ice cream comes back, the, the gopher, and, uh, and he asks Yukio, he's like, oh, what happened to Ota? And Yukio's like, I killed him. And what was his response? That's not cool. That's not cool. Yeah, that was it. Very, very... Yeah, that's not cool. I'm sure there might be something lost in the translation there. Or yeah, maybe. Well, maybe he just didn't believe him. Like, maybe. Yeah, I'm, I'm gathering that not believing. Yeah, by is like bad. That's bad. But I, I quite like the... Um, like, I like that character, and I'm sad that he went so quick. So almost immediately the next scene, right? Like, is that what happened? Almost yes, literally, yes, almost, literally like, almost the next the scene. Almost the next scene. Almost the next scene, the police show up and take him away, and he's a ranting, raving lunatic. So I've got to graduate. What are you doing? Let me go. Yeah. I've got an exam to do. I got exams, right? Well, he's never graduated high school. I think it keeps getting put back. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, because um, he doesn't proceed, does he? The counselor's like, So what do you want to do with your life? And he's Mm. like, "Mm, I don't know. Kill someone. Yeah, apparently. I kind of forgot about that scene. It was such almost like a throwaway scene. Yeah, and then the, afterwards the counsellor said, what are you going to do now? You've got to face up to the music. And he's still busy playing guitar. I thought that was a, a cool scene. It was like, yeah, this, this high school is crazy and there's all this weird hierarchy and, and there's shit going down, but shit went too far and you're getting arrested now. And that's when it hit me. This movie's real. It's a drama. <laughs> it's I'm sorry, dramatic. I keep thinking it's not Crow Zero, guys. <laughs> it's not Crow Zero at all. This movie's dramatic. There's so much symbology. I, I didn't know what to expect. <laughs> yeah, you know what we forgot? What? The midget gardener. There is a midget oh, gardener. Yeah. Uh, Little oh, person gardener. Dwarf, dwarf gardener. I'm no, not going to have free those emails, goddammit. Apologies to any little people listening to the podcast. 
Yeah, is, explain the midget gardener, please. I mean, the oh, Jesus well, Christ! Sorry. Do you do we need explanation? He's the conscience of this guy. Oh, he Rachel, teaches please. him to garden. This, this is true. This is true. Explain, explain, Rachel. Elaborate. Well, he's 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 even doing even more symbolism by growing flowers in his garden. Everything else is shit, basically, around them. And, Gro- yeah, yeah. The, the flowers blooming out of the and shit, just like the students blooming bunch. out of the shit school. <laughs> the, the, the students don't bloom out of the shit. Well, no. None of them, none the f- of them go anywhere good. Remember, some of the flowers die. Only yeah. one survived. Only one survived. You know who that was? Fucking baseball guy who went during the Yakuza. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. He wishes. Yeah. The the interesting thing to me about the dwarf gardener. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> uh, the, the dwarf gardener is that he's the only teacher. Adult, really, who has any relationship with these students at all? He's not an actual teacher; he's just a gardener. But they call him sensei. They call him sensei. I just, yeah, because yeah, they call him sensei. I thought he was the teacher. They respect him, and he's really the only like their, their only like adult interaction that they have. Uh, except for that counselor, but that was kind of like one off. Respect thing. that guy. No, exactly. Yeah. And you know, like he actually the the um, the gardener actually talks to the students and explains like you know life lessons to them. Like they learn more growing. from the not teacher than from the actual teacher. Yeah, that's right. And he's like, hey, look after these flowers. Water them every day. Yeah, water them. And then that's when they plant. So it's Cujo, Akiyo. Aoki. I don't know who. I the, keep, there's three guys. There's three students. <laughs> there's three students that plant these flowers. Is that the gopher kid as well? Is he? Yoshimaru? No, I thought it was the Yakuza guy. Probably. Yeah. No, because yeah. Kimura doesn't really... Does he? He doesn't really interact with the. the he was with him, and then he was like, remember. "Man, all I wanted to do was go to like Koshin or whatever it is, the national thing." And he's like, "I'm out." Because he's a baseball player, and that's they, right. then he doesn't have a team to play with. Yeah. So, and while they're establishing these characters, setting up their flowers, they also show the the ghost character. I forget his name, but he's picking caterpillars off a oh, tree. He's basically his name, just ghost. His name is just ghost. He's picking caterpillars off a tree and putting them on his hand and then putting them in a hole in the ground and burying them. But they find him, the, the you know, boss of the school finds him scarier than the rest of the students. He's very awkward. He's yeah. very strange. He's strange because he's different. Yeah. Also, he's, he's dying, but yeah. Yeah. But yeah, anyway. Might, might be one of those things where they feel like death rubs off. <laughs> he's fading. His death is contagious. Uh... And uh, I'm lost now. I don't know. They're growing flowers. I mean, mm. I don't, they don't kick the flowers. Right, let's, just, just, let's just get through sho- it then. We're just slowly seeing the unraveling of the group, basically. Yeah, so, so that, that guys are crazy. All these, these, these yeah, seven there's like kids. seven of them, and they all fucking slowly just in. dissipate. Yeah. We, we started off with guy going crazy in the police, and the next one is... is the guy that guy leaves to go to the Yakuza. Yakuza. Sure. He, yeah, he gives up and decides to go to Yakuza. He's like, fuck it, all I want to do is play baseball. You fucking dicks took that away from me. I'm going to go make some money being a Yakuza because I'm the only one with any goddamn he's skills. He's making an effort too. He's training, he's in the uniform and there's no one else doing that shit. Yeah. He gets propositioned by an actual like, Yakuza guy who comes to him in the school. You know, I thought that was... He um, looks like an ex-student or yeah, something. I, think yeah, like I thought ex-student. it was Ota. I thought it was him. It's like, oh no, he died. Yeah, he died. Also, at some point before or during all this, there's a girl that comes to the front gate. Yeah, but that is, there's a lot of characters that are going anywhere. Do you know who was on that bike? Who was the, who was the Bonzuku... Like, bike dude. There was a dude that just shows up on a really fucking modded out bike and doesn't does matter. fuck all. It's just all. another guy who gets punched and then gets taken away. Well, yeah, he, well, he punches someone and takes them away. <laughs> I don't know what happens to that guy. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I, uh, I thought they were going somewhere because all, all, these, all these 
guys and they're like waving at this girl. There was, there was also that guy in the fucking like hydraulics car. Who the fuck was that? I think it's just the kids. Like, there's supposed to be another fight when another someone else got punched again because of that. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Like the the movie's full of all these little weird scenes that don't go anywhere. Actually, the scene where the girl shows up, um, Cujo's on the top of the school, so maybe yes. it's like, hey, he's still king shit. Yeah. Even though well, maybe yeah, there's, she's there's, here to actually see him, but she can't get in the school or anything. Because they're all a bunch of raving lunatics. In they're school. all waving at her. They're like, "Come here, come here, come here." As, as you said, it may as well be their dicks, just waving, yeah, in waving the air. dicks at her. You know. <laughs> oh, that's right. The, no the school the is all game. male. It's a flapping game. Isn't there a scene where the the gopher's like, "She's waiting for me at the front," or one of the guys is like, "She's waiting for me at the front." Yeah, and the gopher goes to get her, mm. but then he he takes off without her, and she won't follow because there's just too many guys waving at her. Yeah. And all like kind of, they're not leering lewdly. They're just waving, really. Yeah, but, but it would still be really intimidating. Come on. Yeah, it would be. I don't understand why there's no girl. It's not like a, they don't establish and as I an all exactly boys. I wouldn't exactly follow Yoshimura anyway. It's an, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's an all boys school. I, I think, think that, it's a school for delinquents. Yeah. The the next um, part of the plot, I suppose, is is the junior high school kids challenging Kujo to a clap contest, mm. uh, to which. Uh, he wins and saves the junior guy's life who nearly falls. That junior oh. guy's pretty cocky. He's like, oh, I can beat you. He yeah. was all like up there on the on the balcony. He was screaming and laughing. And going, ah! He's got some pretty long arms as well. Yeah. Mm. And I actually, I just wanted him to fall and die because he was really <laughs> really annoying. annoying. Yeah. That's character. Really so, annoying. So then um, after this scene, they decide to meet out some punishment to the junior high school guy. <laughs> that was and, actually pretty cool. Uh, and Aoki goes a bit Ape shit on him with the baseball bat. Wait, wait. They actually lay the thumbtacks Taxton. on the ground. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And uh, I think Cujo pushes his head into the thumbtacks with his boot. He does half doesn't ass. He doesn't actually do ta- it. doesn't get down there. Yeah. Yeah, but you're forgetting. This is action. This is like the <laughs> third bit of action in this film. <laughs> that's true. It's, it's amazing. It's glorious for all five seconds of it. So, yeah. And but, then again, and then once the baseball bat comes in, it's all off screen again. It's all yeah, off screen. And then, uh, so Aoki goes a little bit overboard and Kujo just basically gets bored of it, I guess, and just walks off. He's like, you deal with it. You deal with that. Crap. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't do anything. Like, you know, he, he does the thumbtacks a little bit and he still kind of... I'm still not 100% sure that guy can fucking fight at all. Well, as mm, I mentioned, everybody true. in this movie looks like they need a sandwich. You know what? He can fucking that's, clap, that's though. teenagers for you, though. But well, they're all, like, really skinny and just really... You're just jealous. <laughs> <laughs> being skinny. I don't know. Having that when metabolism you're that when you're a teenager. Actually, yeah, yeah well, that was, like, the one time in my life I was skinny. Yeah, I was pretty skinny, but I could beat the shit out of my little self right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dude, that is... I might send Back you to jail. In the future... <laughs> So anyway, to so um, wait, 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 wait. You're, so you're saying if you went back to the past now to meet a younger yourself, you instead of bash, give, instead of you giving yourself like don't worry out. about the future, you're just going to knock the shit out of yourself in the past. I'm not saying I could. Oh, okay. I sorry. Could. Uh, uh, sorry, Michael. Go on. I probably wouldn't. <laughs> I'd feel I, it now. <laughs> yeah. So uh, basically, he walks walks off, leaves him with it. Then we cut to the next day. And he comes into the classroom late again. And he walks to the front, though. Like yeah. Insta- yeah the, instead of the back, he's chosen the front of the class. The other student has now moved to the front because he knows Cujo sits at the back. It's like Cujo's... the funniest part of the movie. Yeah. yeah. And he taps him on the shoulder. He's like, no, no, no. He doesn't actually say anything. The kid just packs up his shit straight away and leaves. He's avoiding a- Aoki. Mm. So Aoki then tries to talk to him and apologize. But he's apologize. not avoiding Aoki, though. Because if you're avoiding Aoki, you'd sit at the back of the class because Aoki's in the middle of the class and Aoki couldn't see him. He always sits in the back. That's why he put the note in the back. Yeah, he put the note in his table. The note that he wrote, sorry and stuff. 
Yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So still it, ignore it, technicality. That. Yeah. It, it's kind of kind of him not really caring about being a badass. I think he wants to be seen by him though, and mm. be seen to be ignoring him. Yakujo yeah. is very obvious in his ignoring of Aoki. Yeah. So this um it's so fucking teenage. Pretty much pisses off Aoki. Well, no, Aoki <laughs> takes great lengths to write a note thinks. saying, I'm sorry for like losing my shit. And then because he can't hand him the note, he then says out loud, I'm sorry. Hey, hey, I'm sorry. And then like he tries multiple times to get Cujo to acknowledge him and Cujo is just not having any of it. He's reached another level of coolness where he doesn't, even, <laughs> he doesn't even like acknowledge this, it. I, I'm going to just, can we sit on this bit for a second? What the fuck is that guy's deal? Who, Kujo? Yeah. I think he's just there as like a transfer student. He's above it all, but he's only there to survive. He's supposed to be his friend, right? Yes. But wouldn't, if your friend, if your childhood friend was like beating the crap out of people. I'm in the room with stand, fucking four, three childhood. I'd be childhood. like, no, I, this shit's enough. That's it. He's the leader of a but, fucking gang. No. That's what gangs do. I think he's, he's got people following him, but he's not necessarily leading them. This is exactly my point. If Kujo If had he didn't a want problem, to be the leader, why did he clap? <laughs> if Kujo if, if wanted Aoki to stop, then just say to Aoki, dude, stop. Or do that thing that bad guy gang leaders do, which click their fingers and go, let's go. Let's go. Right. He could have done anything. I think it's kind of a situation he got himself into. He kind of thought it would be cool to be the boss, and then when he's the boss, he's, he's not really, really shit, into it. A, he's a really shit gang leader. Yeah. Man, I don't know. Like, you'd be friendly to your friends, man. That's the way that works. They don't show him caring about anything or anyone. He doesn't, they don't show him caring about being the leader. They don't show him caring about his friends. He doesn't care what Aoki's doing. But he's still there, though. It's not like he's, he's like walked off immediately. He, he waited a little bit, then he walked off and said, you do it. He's still there. Yeah. Mm. So he's still, like, he's still, I'm still king shit, but it's like, mm. no, I really don't like him. So. I don't like him either. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so when he's um, done dissing Aoki... Aoki gets all pissed off and, and goes off and goes and get a, a fucking um, Kim Jong-un haircut. <laughs> yeah. That's what you call it now. Yeah. That's uh, what I call it's it. A little, it's a little old right. It's more of a hipster haircut, I thought, like slick yeah. back and shave sides. It, it, it's extreme. He's a fresh new attitude and he's and ready to... to look f- at reference pictures of like, <laughs> high schools. Yeah. It looks... It, with, with their school uniform, though, you're right, Mike, it does look a bit Kim Jong-un. Yeah, because they got those uh, severe like black jackets. With yeah. The, yeah, yeah. You want to interview Kim Jong Un and go, "Where'd you get your inspiration <laughs> for your haircut?" <laughs> <For that> haircut. <laughs> yeah. And he has it got a Dennis Rodman. His entire demeanor has like changed. His eyes are just fucking <laughs> dead. He's got his own two lackeys. Yep. And then we realize, hey, picking someone to lead a gang is a really bad idea with claps. Let's do it with violence. <laughs> yeah, and he starts right. terrorizing the school. Yeah, like, not really. There's no rhyme or reason. He just kind of picks hapless victims, right? No, I don't think he picks hapless victims. He no? picks people... He picks the guy who told him to go get food for him. That's actually the trigger point. Mm. Oh, that's what sets him off, like yeah. He, he, like, there's still a gang, right? Oh, yeah. And then the guy who was the, the gopher... The, the gopher. Mm. ...had moved up a rank after that other guy got killed. Yes. And he's like, Oi, Aoki, go get me the fucking pop. It's like, food or whatever. It's like... I think it's, Wait, what? That's when he's like, oh, if Yoshimura can be like a stupid boss, then anyone can do it. I'm going to like, you know, yeah. rip shit up. <laughs> and yeah, pretty and, brutally too. And he's like, yeah, so fuck it. I'm going to start kicking He's making a, a point to stomp on all the things that kind of um, represent Kujo yeah. in a sense. Can I just highlight here another action point? <laughs> <laughs> all right. 
I just want to highlight this one action point where Yoshimaru is giving Aoki shit and he's saying, Oh, no, you right. me a thing. And then Aoki's like, punches him in the stomach and says, Fuck this. Grabs the guy's arm and breaks it with his leg. Again, you only see the hand out of yeah, the, in the frame. It's off screen, yeah, but the off-screen. noise is pretty yeah. good. The, the noise is pretty good. His and, guy, and little whip. yelp is really good, actually. <laughs> and in the, a few scenes later, he's in the, the arm cast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he gets his ass kicked into a pool with, yeah. the, with, with, a, with, a, with a spiked no, bat. There's no mm. baseball matches, but there are lots of baseballs that are yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that was pretty brutal. <laughs> As part of the terrorizing scenes, obviously. Yeah. And he does a lot of other stuff to other people that you don't really know what he's doing. And th- he throws a bucket of water. They, he's waiting. His lackeys open a door and he throws a bucket of water at a teacher, mm-hmm. right? His lackeys run off because they're like, oh, no, we're in trouble. And you can tell that he's reached another level of badass because he just walks away. Then he flicks the shoe yeah. at the teacher as well, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah he right. does. Yep. He's starting does with it. dumplings or gyoza. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he goes over the spray paint with... Um, there's know, essentially a montage tags. of him doing fucking... Bad Shit that I thought was going to be in this movie from the get-go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but only people with the blackest hearts. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's essentially fucking the school up. And, you know, like, you can, you don't need to infer that he's turning black because he has this can of spray paint that he paints everything black. Paints his face black. It's, it's paints true. rooms black. He, yeah. The whole music room is just pitch black. Oh, he did make that student chomp on that can and... Oh, yeah. yeah, the yeah that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. There's, like, a whole montage of him doing cool shit. Curb stomp. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this really uh, and I thought there's some teeth in that thing too yeah, damn some, right snapped them so off so gross yeah it's so pretty gross I had to wince I was like ooh yeah that was pretty bad <laughs> teeth. it's very symbolic that Aoki and Kujo who were once best friends are now arch rivals again Rumper Stomper uh, Rumper Stomper that's what Rumper Stomper is I'm oh, sorry it's, I haven't really watched it it's like it's like Russell Crowe and his offsider dude who unfortunately the actor died of a heroin overdose not too long ago I think that's who what is happened. it uh, I can't remember. It's fucking been twenty years, uh. thirty years, and um, and like they're buddy buddies in their little gang, and then at some point they have a falling out because Russell Crowe goes fucking nuts. But it's it's sort of the other way. The offsider, the the lieutenant, if you will, realizes that the guy's fucking crazy. This way, it's the other way around. The lieutenant goes crazy. It's, it's like Tetsuo Akira. Wow, that movie sounds awesome. We should watch that. Rump, stop, rump. <laughs> <laughs> like from from the start of the movie when they're playing soccer and all that, he's like. He's pumping up Kujo. He's like, you're the best. You're the... And he's trying to impress him. And this one thing, he doesn't get any kind of respect. And he's like, fuck. But I'm yeah. The, the Not dwarf, one thing. The he dwarf gets... says that some people change and that's in their personality and, they, and they'll always do that. And that's what he's consoling him with. When people change, they change. But that's, it's no, always he... been his personality. He's, he's been the lucky because he wants to suck up to people. I don't think he, like Kujo was being a dick. No, could you just so who hurt his feelings? And yes, boo hoo, yeah. like for one day or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can't yeah get so it was one thing. I was like, oh, that's it. I'm done. It's like, wow, so insecure. You know, the depth of his, uh, you know, like his fall, it was almost funny to me because I was like, dude, he he didn't say hello like one day, and like now, overnight. Literally, I've changed yeah, my haircut. I've changed my demeanor. Boys for you, right? Yeah. Oh, it could be but, teenage girls. Okay, so take know. take yeah. it a step back though. What? Like everything in this fucking movie, I assume their one day is actually just a metaphor and like that's half a school term or some shit. <laughs> Probably. Like, you know what I mean? Because everything's like, like it's allegory in this film, right? Yeah. It's yeah. not real. It's like this is a Spring symbol for this other yet, thing. Though. Spring's, it's still flowering. It hasn't, yeah, but the, it is yeah, differently a period. Allegory. Allegory. It starts out not flowering. Because yeah, spring yeah, is yeah. like the youth. Over the course know, of the right? movie. Spring is youth. It's, it's blue spring. <laughs> and blue is boys. Blue is the same character as Aoki. Blue is boys. Oh, shit, really? Aoki is like 
Cause, and his second character, his name is tree, is a tree. Oh, holy shit! Oh my god! Whoa! <laughs> is that action? It's no. the blue man group. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, Cujo decides uh, enough is enough of your acting out. So I'm going to confront you by very gay arsey. <laughs> Sick, Rough. lighting, going right up to his face with a cigarette, lighting his cigarette off the oh, cigarette. The, Give him a stare down. It is pretty homoerotic that particular bit. I'm pretty bit, sure that's in the manga. Oh, it's yeah. a manga. It is a manga. It is. Uh, oh, that was cool. I was like, "Fuck you and your cigarette." I'm, I'm lighting my cigarette. Ever. Thank God those actors were pretty similarly high tall. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> down <laughs> of the box. <laughs> so they decide to to have have a, a fight effectively <laughs> by each grabbing each other's hair with one hand and punching each other in the face with the other hand. Again, Taking turns. Chicken, Taking mercy, turns. knuckles, whatever yeah. you want to call it. One punch here, one punch there. Two punch here, two punch there. While talking to each other. And Aoki can't hack it. No, they both can't hack it. They both kind of choose to yeah, stop. but, you know. And then they walk off. And every, and every time something like that happens, I just think, man, that guy who stabbed people was way fucking harder than these bitches. <laughs> He went too far. <laughs> the, emotion, yeah, the, the emotional pain is more painful than the punches. But the thing is, though, more painful than them stabs, though, man. <laughs> Cujo walks off, right? And Cujo walks off afterwards. And if he wanted to punch him in the back of the head and run after him, he could have, but he didn't. He's, he's still like, I'm still below. I'm not good enough. Yeah. He didn't have the, the guts to do it. I, I want to. I, Picture in my head that Cujo walked off with his hands in his pockets like he normally does, not really giving a shit about anything. The dwarf was waving him off. It's kind of like... Don't tell him not to, you know, look back. Kind of like, I've made my point. Yeah. I'm just going to walk off in, yeah. in and victory. Like, and now, then Eric is all like, well, I'm going to do something that you can't do, you dumb fuck. And Stude, I'm a teenager. Stewed in his own anger for a day And, and then a there night. was a really excellent shot, best shot of the film. Angsty. The Him standing t- on the top lapse. of the roof all night. And that was a great... Morning, yeah. He also spray-painted all the black on his face. Yeah, but that wasn't really there, though. Well, so magic. I just want to... I thought someone did the makeup with the hand handprint, which is almost yeah. looks like a crow and stuff. I don't know. It's supposed to be one And he spray-painted his shadow on the, on, the, on the roof as yeah. well. Yeah, which yeah, is the same drawing, drawing that... Yeah, yeah. I don't know how he did those things, considering in that one shot, it was, a, it was all one take and it was just long. Yeah. I want to explain the shot because it's really good. It's really impressive. He starts, so the sh- it's a time-lapse shot, and it's basically a, um, it's just him, center frame, holding onto the, um, the railing that they all do the clap battle on. And he stays there from pretty much like mid-afternoon, and it just time-lapses to dusk, to like night, to lights, and to, it's all... Yeah, it's really good. It's really well done. Like, he must have stood there for a long time doing this shot and I know he probably could have taken like a quick break or something but he was there for pretty much the whole night and then into the morning and it's the, easy to take a couple frames out here and there while he moves yeah. off camera and stuff. Your, ma- your main grievance seems to be how did he manage to pee how did well I mean in the well, three we already break, know because he could have taken a frame out while he got out and then come back at that pee bottle frame. I don't know pee bottle. I want to make like the point that throughout this film the budget the production values are relatively low like probably one of the lowest that we've had Right. Kind, of, kind of indie film. Yeah, like, like very indie said. film. Like there's a lot of tracking shots and it's not really very steady. Like they don't use a steady cam. There's a lot of um, uh, like the dilapidated building was probably just that. It was like a condemned building that they sprayed. Uh, there's not really that many An sets. old school where like because of their whole less 
kids and shit, there's probably like a whole bunch of those schools that just don't have people in them anymore. Yeah. They don't use them anymore. There's not really many locations. Uh, no, it's at the school. It's at, yeah, the it's school, at the school. school is a prison, so... Yeah. There's not, not really much destruction. Well, yeah, it's very much like a prison. It looks like a prison. I mean, like it could have been that they used the building, the, the facade of the building, and built a set of the... Because well, the rest of it's just going up and down stairwells and yeah. beating the crap out of people, so... Yeah. And one, there's like one classroom, one sports classroom, like that yeah. one, one with computers where the, the, like the counselor is, the toilets, and yeah. stairwells, and, and the, hallways. The, the music room, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Just, just you, a could, room. you could just take the desks out of the... Yeah. That, yeah. I know it's easily, yeah. It felt so much like a prison to me that I actually was surprised when they got their bags and went home for one scene, because they're, they're always at the that school. That was the biggest mistake <laughs> of all. I was like, oh, they get to go home? These people have families? Yeah, what? I thought it was like Lord of the Flies. This is like, you know, this is their life. That's a very interesting comparison there. Right, right. So I thought that shot was really, really well done. That uh, that time-lapse shot. Does that count as action? No, <laughs> no, no, no. no, but, no. Like, what, what is action? <laughs> what is action? <laughs> action generally either involves shooting, explosions, or fighting choreography. There You're was... standing still pretty good, though. Oh, man. Like, I, yeah, this that was some was good fun. standing still. <laughs> good standing still. Anyway, so that ends, and then they're all coming to school the next day, but he's still standing on there's the roof. A, there's a kind of a weird scene where Cujo walks in, looks at the school, school's all black. Yeah. And he sees uh, Aoki. Like at it's the being top. spray painted. Yes. And then, like, cuts back, and then the school's back to normal. So I don't know if he looked at the sun, then looked at the school, and he blinked and he the thing with the eyes. <laughs> the first thing you'll see is, is the black person, the very black person up the top. Yes. Mm. It's, very, uh, it's very symbolic. It was, uh, yeah, it was like a, sort of like a premonition, something bad's going to happen. Yeah. So he, well, Cujo knows what's happening. He sees up there, and he sees that Aoki's at the top of the railing. And he's like, Him immediately. And the dwarf knows. starts running, but I don't know what the dwarf sort of gets. <laughs> yeah, he's got to get up them stairs. Yeah, you're right. He starts running with him, and then like, you never see him again. So Aoki's up on the top. This time he's over the railing playing the clap game by, by, himself. by himself. Oh, he also makes a comment. He's like, My dream was to be an airline pilot. Oh, that's that just like factoring in the fact that there's a plane flying over the freaking school and stuff. Metaphors. Metaphor. And you mentioned, you mentioned, Nathan, that if his dream was to be an airline pilot... You should pay attention to math class. <laughs> <laughs> eating and like... Yeah. thing is, like, I think like the day before, he goes up the roof and the, you see the plane fly way off in the distance and then as he's doing the clapping thing, the plane is very, very close to the, the roof yeah, there. Yeah, it's incredibly close. Like, whoa. Maybe and, and you can all guess what happens. So he does the clapping game, and I don't know if our subtitles are behind. Running, or... yeah. He's running up oh, them so stairs. He's, he's waiting for him to get up there before he drops. But if he this doesn't. were Gallipoli, Cujo would be Mel Gibson. <laughs> guess uh, that's not an Asian action film either. <laughs> uh, doesn't Mel Mel's the one that gets shot in that movie? No, well, doesn't Mel Gibson has to anyway. H, uh, who cares? He has to run. Uh, Kujo's running to try because he needs to reach the top because Aoki's doing this clapping game and you know he's getting he's getting pretty high in the in the numbers. He does wait until he's right there though. You're yes. right. He waits until he gets up to the roof and then he goes, ah, fuck it, I'm at six. I'm going to drop. While he's running to this sort of little mini flashbacks, yeah, of oh, take me with you and we're friends and that kind of old yeah. photos, like, and... like little kids t- introducing each other yes. when they're like like things they probably should have brought up before they were like this because. I didn't really feel that at any point. I didn't really feel like they were friends. I never really the felt hair like... The cutting is pretty intimate. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah I guess, yeah, maybe. I guess so, yeah. With yeah. Cujo... Like I mean, a... guy's hair is 
hairs have you cut? We forgot that Cujo cuts his hair at one point. Cujo cuts Aoki's was, hair, which yeah. is the only interaction between the two of them that is more special than Cujo's interaction with anything. Well, other well, apart from ball. unlocking the door together. And the socket. Yeah. And that. Okay. It's like a new portal. Okay. Just showing that they're <laughs> bosom buddies. They're bosom buddies. Man, with. I do not get the feeling that they like each other at any point in that film, apart from the fact that... Isn't friendship complicated? Man, I've got friends. There's some of them in this room. Man, the amount like of times I try and call you on the phone, you never fucking answer. My like, fucking Nathan <laughs> and his fucking phone. I'm still your good friend, man. <laughs> I thought I'd been better about that. No, it's about the same. See? Hey, guys. See? Don't play the clap games. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm going to shave half of my head and come after you. And your eyebrows. And my eyebrows. eyebrows. How about, anyway? how about we'll, put, we'll play the click game? So anyway, he decides to show you how great of a pilot talk, he man. is. He's got half eyebrows too. I'll help you draw them in later. <laughs> we both, don't body shame me. We both, we've both got that shit going on. I don't know what that... Apparently it's, a, uh, it's a wrong uh, thing. Apparently we're from Asian geisha land. <laughs> I know. I'm looking at your eyebrows now. Anyway, we're, we're, what? So, what? what? Let Mike finish the plot so we can finish this, please. Yeah. <laughs> so Aoki decides to show how great of a pilot it is and fly without a plane and... The end. The Very end. abruptly. It's a lot of blood. It's just a splat. Cool yeah. music. Cue cool music again. And yeah, Cujo is left music. with his other best friend, his fringe. <laughs> and his sideburns. His, his cool sideburns, Asian yeah, sideburns. sideburns. Like the ending is very abrupt and like it happens and then he just turns around walking and boom, credits. There's yeah. a lot of symbology in the end. And then, and then we watch the credits and then at the end of the credits... That picture comes up, the Polaroid picture that they took at the beginning. Yeah, all friends. Oh, to yeah, link all those it all guys. in. So, thoughts? <laughs> oh, man, this, this is not what I was expecting. <laughs> it was still good. You know what it is? It is a, mm. like, you know how one of our quantifiers is, would you watch this with your girlfriend slash significant other? I would watch this with my girlfriend slash significant other. I think she would enjoy it. I would not. Because um, my wife would watch this with me and just go, what are you, 12? <laughs> Why are we watching this? Um, actually, no, that's not, that's not fair. I wouldn't watch this with my wife um, because I don't watch drama films generally. <laughs> what do you watch? Would she watch it with you? <laughs> no, I'm being unfair. This was actually a good film. Um, the way that they established it. I said this before. Most of the films that we watch don't take any time to like have a overshadow things you know? <laughs> foreshadow things like I mentioned before that a lot of the bits were actually interactions between characters and what they talk about and in this film they spend a bit of time showing what each of the characters does and I like the little uh, what would you call them like little stories vignettes. I guess vignettes vignettes there's a lot of little stories that yeah, yeah mm. like the photo of the, the guy of oh, Yukio's a little kid with a peace sign yeah. and it looked like he was crying. Yeah. It was really funny. Man, it looked like a little monster. <laughs> and then like a weird backstory between there's two like lackey kids that kind of hang out and one guy is always smacking the back of his other guy's head because he's trying to assert uh, his all authority. That, so it yeah. is a manga, right? Yeah. It's not like a... So all of that's probably more established in that shit. Yeah. Oh, the backstory? Yeah. Mm. Well, this kid who's yeah, getting probably. smacked in the back of the head then goes blind and then by the end of the film... The kid who's smacking him on the back of the head then needs to lead him around because he's blind. And they don't spend any time, really. This is all shown in, like, little five-second vignettes. Yeah, it's weird because... If you're paying attention, there's a lot you can discover. It's very dense. Characterly (laughs) dense. (laughs) It feels... 
I get what you're saying. Like, there's a lot of these little bits where it's supposed to be character development. And, yeah. But I just didn't give a fuck about any of them. I was just rubbed the wrong way with Cujo. I mean, seriously, do not put a protagonist in front of me that doesn't give a shit about anything. What? That's the coolest. <laughs> <laughs> He's pretty cool. He's so but cool. he does care. That's the thing. It's all, it's all for bullshit. He when cares he runs too up the much. stairs at the end. It's all for nothing. He should have been like, eh, fuck you. If you want to jump over there, you dumb motherfucker, that's on you. What did you think, Mike? Yeah, no, I, I agree with the points. It's, it's certainly um, an interesting movie. Uh, definitely not action <laughs> to that. So it's it's more far more dramatic. It is a drama. Would Jenna watch it? Uh, yeah, no. I mean, it, it's it is the kind of movie that that's an adult movie. I'll put it that way. It's it's not not the um, popcorn flick. It is uh, the the definitely teenage angst. But it's 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 kind of art house and indie art too. house. Yeah. Mm. Yes. I'm and surprised that, that... there wasn't a shower scene actually. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, where they were, you know what? <laughs> I'm actually surprised there's not a shower scene with um, Aoki just rubbing Kujo's back like... Oh my oh, God. God. <laughs> no, that's in the lesbian Very movie. True. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. You're a yaoi movie, maybe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty moe. Scott? Um, I enjoy this movie to an extent. Like It is very dense and, and subtle in ways. It felt like there was a lot going on, but not a lot happening. If you, yeah, I, I like the way that it's shot in the way that there's only like five or six locations, and it does like feel like a kind of a prison. Yes, um, I thought the way the school looked was really cool. Like it's all fucked up and tagged up and everything. And you know, it was an interesting film, like indie, indie film, mid-level indie film, and a lot of lot of the music was done by the same band, which was interesting. Um, what was your favorite action scene, Scott? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Action scene. <laughs> I have to come back on that one. Let me think. I think there's only three you could choose from. Uh, he got those ice creams really well. He got those ice creams really well. I oh, know the, the the scene where they they loading up and getting the picking up the baseball bats is like that was pretty cool. That was cool. Yeah, man. That, that I got a I got a, like a for, like a for a for a brief second there. I thought, oh my god, this is going to go warriors on us. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like oh yeah, gangs yeah. are going to fight yeah. each other now, and it didn't happen. I was feeling that for about half of the film and then I realised it was not going to deliver and I thought, nah, nah. We've got to look for something else in this film look, to like. Look, look for something else. I, I, I really should have invested in these characters much earlier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, uh, uh, is there any special magic moves anyone would like to learn from this uh, film? Um, there's someone else here that hasn't <gasps> had enough. What? Uh, no talking yet. All right, there. did you like the film? Of course I did. I'm very biased, <laughs> I guess. What? But why are you biased? Hmm? Because... Why? I mean, I watched this film a long time yeah, ago, and I of... still really like it, and it's about that period was, I don't know. I watched a lot of movies 15 years ago that I would be ashamed to admit that I liked at the time at this point. I think I was watching some pretty dark, not dark movies, but brutal, I don't know, all about escaping, like whether you're like a, um, you know, Zionichi Korean in, in Japan, like Girl or something, it was about the same time as well. Mm-hmm. So that kind of like, oh, I want to get the fuck out kind of, <laughs> kind of movie. I think it fits like we've had a, a few, quite a few Japanese films that we've done, like samurai films and that. And the, like I mentioned a lot about tone and the aesthetic and the tone of this film, it kind of fits quite nicely in with the other samurai films in terms of like that there's like a hopelessness almost or like a, uh, what do you call it, when it's predetermined? Kind of. Well, 
sorry, uh, you, yeah. you mentioned in Zadowichi's like I haven't seen a, a Japanese film where someone's not dying of tuberculosis. Mm. There's a kid in that film who is dying, right? Yeah. The ghost. <laughs> Someone is dying of tuberculosis uh, in yeah. that film. That's what I mean. It's like the mortality. Like, it's a samurai film. That's the hey, thing hey, with hey, the Japanese who was, films. Who is dying in Shogun Assassin? In Shogun Assassin? <laughs> Lots of people are dying in Shogun Yeah, but no, no one's from dying from tuberculosis. Oh, they probably were. I, I think, they just got I think when I, I think when I made that comment, I was talking about <laughs> period pieces as well from like, you know, yeah. Japanese samurai set in the past. Take him out of someone's school. Someone's always dying of tuberculosis. Take him out of a school, put him in the village. It's the same film. <laughs> Except for the happy dance at the end. Oh, yeah. I want to make like a, a little observation that between the Hong Kong action films that we've watched and the Japanese samurai films like Zatoichi and that, the one key thing that's different between the two is the theme of mortality. In a Jackie film, in a Jet Li film, yeah, people die, and there's lots of fighting. Do they really? Huh? Not, not often. Bad. Not, Actually, not often. Dude, it's just the bad guys obliterated. Expendable. That's, that's just must, lackeys, mm. like nameless okay, in faces. In Project A, some people die because they grenades, but I don't think a lot of people die in a lot of Jackie movies. Hey, man, in, uh, in Kung Fu Cult Master, that guy got shattered through the bell, and he definitely died. I'm just saying... All I'm saying is that people die pretty quickly in a, like a Hong Kong action film, and it's all in. But service. they don't. It, their deaths don't matter. That's, that's right. Yeah. It's all in service of the action. Whereas in a Japanese film, even like bit part characters, like you know the bad guys or little bad guys, they get a little bit of character, a little bit of backstory. So when they do die, you you kind of care. I don't know. Shogun Assassin. We have watched Shogun Assassin. He kills probably like at least fifty people. Not all of them have backstory. <laughs> what about thirteen assassins? Too we need to watch that shit. We need to watch that. We haven't watched that yet. We need to watch that shit right now. You're talking about two different periods in filmmaking, though, because yeah. the Hong Kong ones are pumping them out as fast as they can. So yes. body count is expendable. Yes. And, you know, bombs on seats. Yeah, that's correct. And, I mean, yeah, like... There's, talk- a, there's, a definitely, there's definitely a little bit more auteur in, in Japanese cinema. Not always. I mean... Lone Wolf and Cub, which is where Shogun Assassin comes from, it's yeah. definitely pulpy, yep. like, exploitation. But there's still a level of... I don't know, like, vision? Like, I don't think they necessarily have that in Chinese, in, at least in Hong Kong 80s, 90s films. I don't no. think they have that. I think that it's a money-making venture. Can you, think, can you think of, like, a, a, um, a Hong Kong director like, like a, a, a Kurosawa? Kurosawa? So, nope. What do you mean, There's like... No. A... Fucking John Woo, son. Basically. <laughs> yes, yes, oh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. That. What you th- those doves are just as important as anything in, about, in, in <laughs> Ran. Let, let's point to that then, yeah, I suppose. Wong Kar Wai. Actually, no, Wong Kar Wai. Ang Lee. A bit wanky, but you know. Yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not, not to say that there aren't great directors. I kind of agree with you. Yeah, my point was trying to make, but trying to make the point of the stylistic... Depth of, of some of the Japanese movies, but then pointing out that John Wu, I suppose there is quite a style to some of yeah, his movies as well, and, and others, not not so much the the pulp pop stuff that you're saying. I suppose it depends on what Hong Kong movie you're looking at as well, because there are, is a, a range of those as well. Yeah, like Jackie's New Police Story is a dramatic masterhouse. <laughs> masterhouse? <laughs> masterhouse. It's you're like right, a masterpiece and powerhouse. Uh, okay. Masterhouse. Uh, blue Ray Release. Yeah, it's well, a masterhouse. I, 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 I think the, the one, I there's think one movie where Jackie tries to go serious and it just doesn't work and Jackie then he just turned try. away. Is that um, Rumble in the Bronx? 
No, I was thinking. <laughs> is it prison? La- no, fire lady island something. <laughs> island of fire. No, I was thinking of um, uh, Canton Kid and Lady Rose or. Um, oh uh, yeah, that terrible film. Yeah. Chinese it's Godfather. Terrible. It was a beautiful. That was that period piece, right? Yeah, it was a period period yeah. piece where he tried to, to be a gangster all, movie. A gangster movie with all that. Um, Cinematic uh, shots and, and so forth. So Rachel, uh, you're like obviously more the most into this film out of all of us here. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, 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 We've been very. Don't blind. throw her under the bus. No, no, no. I mean, no I, I, that's fair. What, that's what fair. I mean to say is like, what do you know about this film? Did it come out in the cinemas in Japan? Was like a hit it there? Was like a, a cinema. I can't a imagine it would have made a lot of money. I I don't really remember. It's just, is the microphone in your mouth? Yeah. Mm. Eat it. I don't know, because at that time there's only certain movies you could get out um, with English subtitles if they came out of Hong Kong, so this is one of them. So you don't remember reading about it in Japan, like doing I, business I, I or I would anything? have read like, a review of it, mm. but in terms of box office, I doubt it would have made a lot of money. See, I wonder about that like with this film and, like, say, throwing a dumb one out there, like Future Cops. Did that have a cinema release? Did people like, going to yes, see that? Definitely yeah, had definitely. A cinema yeah. Release. Was it like in, in and we out of the week? the box like, office takes, remember? Oh, you went there. <laughs> No, you were there. Yeah, you were there. I don't remember looking there, at the box office. There's how many text. of these big canto pop stars in this movie? Sure. There's like three, three of the four heavenly kings in there, just to throw four some trivia at you. <laughs> Name them. Name them. Who are they? Huh? Leon Lai, Jackie Chung, Andy Lau. Um, which one have I missed? Simon Lamb. No. Simon. <laughs> who's, who's Aaron Kwok. Aaron Kwok. Aaron Kwok. Okay. Aaron Kwok who's king of the north? Yes. As who? Oh, as Ryu. Whichever stupid one. Yeah. I don't know. King of the Broomhead. south. I couldn't stand watching it again. What? King of the West. King of the West? What are you talking about? The They're always a king of one of the compass points. King of the North. The Heavenly Kings. The Heavenly Kings. There are always four of us. And they're always one of the compass points. There's oh, I don't directions. know. That, that's really is testing me four? now. Four. Is it four kings? Yes. Okay. There's always four kings. And they're always in Chinese, four, four Heavenly oh, Kings. George Clooney, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's the three kings, sorry. It was Ice Cube, wasn't it? <laughs> ice Cube. Ice Cube. You're forking ridiculous. An easy motherfucking E. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, so, in terms of things that I want to do when I watch this film, I actually did want to play the clap game. <laughs> I did want to see how many claps I could get. Before, before you I, fell off the edge? But I wouldn't do it on a fucking building. That's stupid. <laughs> That's the point. That's the point. If I'm going to get a special magic magic ability from this, it's going to be stabbing someone through a door. There's a towel rack in the bathroom. (laughs) You're falling against the sink. What I'm saying is it was inevitable that eventually we were going to get to a movie where I was going to say, good movie, bad action. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, actually, yeah. This movie is, is a better movie uh, for bit. Like, it's a better general movie than action movie. Much better. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. If you're looking for chop socky action, this is not where you should come. <laughs> Don't look here. Do not look here. Mikey? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm in complete agreement with uh, what's been said. Someone uh, disagree. It, it's definitely a, a decent movie, and but uh, not, not an action movie. Um, a thought-provoking movie, maybe. Um, I do feel like I've seen that kind of movie three or four hundred times, though. So I didn't think it brought anything new in that kind of uh, genre, as it were. 2001, maybe it was one of the first ones that did it. In terms of the high school thing? Yeah. I think you, it's, or is it the falling out of the friends thing? I, yeah, it's more of the, the existential look at, at, at being a teenager kind of thing. Not so much. I mean, the setting and, and so forth, no, I have seen that before as well, but whether or not it was before or after this one thing, but it is a... a 
and and maybe it's because I've seen a lot of anime as well, and it just sort of blends into my my brain yeah. a little bit. Of uh, that kind of setting is very common as well, but uh, it it didn't feel fresh. Fair enough. Oh, I Red. remember where I probably read a review of it from Midnight Eye because I used to read that like crazy, <laughs> and they actually have um, they do a commentary on the DVD, the, the oh, Western. That'd be interesting to hear. Release of this movie. Yeah, I actually always like a good commentary. What do you think of the action in this movie, Rachel? I'm not here for the action. Oh, I'm here for the soundtrack. How good is it? I'm not going to listen to it again. Yeah, the soundtrack was pretty pretty good. I really liked the band at that time as well. So I was like, I went and bought all like so many DVD. I'm not DVD CDs. It is a very good soundtrack. Michelle Gun Elephant afterwards. Soundtrack was pumping. Yeah, in in those kinds of respects, like in the way it's shot. In the fact that it's in a in a very small amount of uh, sets, yeah, the music is very specific. It is the most different one of those in in those ways. It's it's very different from any of the other films we've watched. Absolutely, Scott. What do you think of the action? I like I liked your comparison to it being like a kind of Lord of the Flies. Yeah, I thought that was that was really apt. Um, yeah, I, I'm kind of in agreement with everybody here. That, I thought it was going to be a bit more action-y, but I wasn't that disappointed. Soundtrack's awesome. I wonder if this movie was an actual anime movie. It might be a better movie. If it was based off an anime? If it was actual, it was an actual anime. anime. Oh, an actual anime. An actual film. animated movie. Like, oh, okay. I think it might be cool. Like, same, everything the same, just it's, it's hand-drawn anime, or you know, soul-drawn anime, whatever. Yeah. I think that'd be cool, a cool movie. Yeah. I don't know. It might be all right. I don't necessarily know if you'd get anything more from it, though. You might get some more style. Yeah, yeah. It might be better stylistically. Rachel's out because she's, she's got girl crushes. Very much. That, that guy's pretty handsome. <laughs> He's still handsome. He's still handsome. I think I've, the actors. I've just got a, sh- I've got a, a picture of him in my head from Ray 2 where he can't, he's trying to grow a beard, but it's just not coming through. <laughs> his Asian bum flop. <laughs> <laughs> he did a good job. Yeah. So, um, well, I, we've done quite a few now, I think, and uh, I mentioned before that, you know, we want to do something, I think we might be at nine or whatever, and we want to do kind of like a big, a big special. I Not guess. a special, Not a but special. just something we actually like for ten. Yeah, something, <laughs> something that we know is going to be like Asian action. You know what's really worrying good. about that, though? Every time I think to myself, we should watch something we like, it's like everything I know we all like and we've all seen, we've all seen a lot. And it yes. might be boring to watch again. I haven't seen all of this stuff. All right. But I mean, I'm not regularly in, in this podcast. I can so. always go digging, but I can't guarantee Rachel's, it'll be action here now. has got a few uh, hidden gems. <laughs> I don't know. So hang on. <laughs> Quick question then. When you chose the film, mm-hmm. was this because Rachel had mentioned to you that it was an action film? I, um, I chose this film based on a recommendation from about seven years ago. Because he was like, where's the DVD? I was like, I don't have it. Yeah, because like I said, when we, you know, she, we were swapping movies back and forth, like, check this one, check, and I remembered that. I was like, oh, okay, I have to watch this one. It's a way to get one off of the list. Yeah. You told you, you, your wife that you'd watched seven years ago and you never did. <laughs> well, I, I, I got Shallon Soccer and that and another one that I can't really What's remember. What's the other one? I don't remember. Go, maybe? Go. Maybe it was Go. It was a Glass Girl or something. Uh, go. Glass Tears, uh, which is like a Hong that, Kong that's more of a, movie. A, it's, it's a, a drama indie movie. Hong Kong yeah. movie. 
Well, I've got a few movies up my sleeve, um, but I'm happy to go with uh, a movie that we all agree on. But you've seen a lot of Stephen Chow, haven't you, Rachel? Yes. Yeah, I, a I'm a big fan of Stephen Chow. Have you seen <laughs> a lot of Stephen action, Chow? action, though? Come oh, on. I've seen Kung Fu Hustle and, and uh, Shaolin Soccer. That's it? That's, That's it for action. Stephen Chow? We watched, no, no, didn't, you've also watched like the Journey to the West. And, Journey to the West. No. no, but you haven't seen oh, any of his early catalogs? No. Like, have you seen, have you, any of you? watched Fight Back to School or something. Have you seen God of Cookery? Yeah, I have. Oh, you have? Not... It might have been God of Cookery you gave me, yeah. yeah oh, okay. So you seen God of Cookery. I gave her films. Brick. Brick want... is a fucking fantastic film. Not action, not Asian. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, we're going to have a look, and I think uh, what would be fun is if someone finds a film that most of us haven't seen. Shin Godzilla. Have you seen Shin Godzilla? <laughs> no. Have you seen, has anyone seen have Shin Godzilla? Seen no, it, it, it only came out like understand. last year. Let's not spoil it. We don't know what we're going to choose yet, but okay. it might be Shin Godzilla. <laughs> you can still go digging. All right. So we'll end up, we'll end up watching some 1970s fucking action film. <laughs> <laughs> we'll end up watching Ninja Terminator. You know it. I know it. We all know it. That looks really good. American Ninja, Ninja Terrible. Terrible yeah. movie. All right. Well, we're going to wrap up uh, the Asian clap cast for tonight. Um, <laughs> how many claps can you do? How many, cla- how many claps can you do? Thank you, uh, Nathan, Mike, Rachel, Scott. Welcome. <laughs> Until next time. Ciao. Sign our <laughs> <Yes. laughs>